Welcome everyone, this is Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I will be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about my most recent blog, Individualism versus Altruism. Now, if you are familiar with Taylor Swift, she is a pop star singer. She talked about something about altruism. And I remember I was talking to a buddy of mine. He said, this is very altruistic. And I was just thinking in my head, that's a word that people don't often use altruistic altruism. So it got me thinking, our world today is altruistic, yet we don't use that terminology for our life. We know about living individually. We know how to live together in community and camaraderie, but not so much of being altruistic. Now, we do have habits and mindsets that are going to be associated with altruism, which we are going to be talking about momentarily. But today we're going to be just talking about the blog and then also trying to understand, is there a balance? Is there one that's better for mindset? Because if you have an individual mind or if you have an altruistic mind, which one is going to get you further? Might be one, it might be both, it might be a mix. What I can tell you from experience is that we need to do some work before we can give ourselves to other people. That doesn't mean that we can give ourselves to other people and still not be successful. So if success is not going to be relying on ourselves alone, what is that going to be? Well, let's look at this blog really quick. Let's get into that. And then let's start to dissect. Well, what is the difference between individualism and altruism? All right, everyone, if you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and to share the video and our audio to help build a community of like-minded individuals. And today we're going to be talking about maybe one of the most important articles I have written that is going to help drive you to your success because our success is dependent on us. We have a choice when it comes to us. We can put ourselves first or we can put ourselves second. We can put ourselves last. Just because we put ourselves last, it doesn't mean that we won't survive. It doesn't mean that we won't be successful. It might be more difficult, but Even if you put yourself first and you start kicking everyone and you're using them as stepping stones, is that going to give you fulfillment in the end? Sometimes just getting ahead is enough for mindset, but for the majority of people, they don't want to have a legacy built on the skeletons of the people who helped build them up. I'm not one of those people, the people that I work with, people on my team. I want them to be there as long as they want to be there. And also, as long as the work is being done accordingly too, right? I just can't have people who decide to say, you know what? I'm not going to do any more work. He's not going to fire me because I'm part of his team. Well, we make a trade. You offer time. You offer your experience, your expertise for money. We make that trade. And it's something we talk about in the beginning. But individualism versus altruism doesn't have much to do with the dynamic between a boss and an employee. This has everything to do with the mindset of an individual and how they operate in the world. What we do have to define, well, what is individualism and what is altruism? Because if we don't have that understanding of the definitions, then we're going to have a harder time going through this episode because we just don't know what they are. Looking at individualism first, and I'm going to actually read this today, so bear with me, people. Individualism emphasizes the inherent worth and potential of each person. It recognizes that individual rights, freedoms, and choices are essential for personal growth, innovation, and process. 
So in short, when we look at the strength of individualism, it is our true strength and potential that we can reach. That is going to be focused on ourself. What can we do? Yes, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Individualism is not so much about worrying about how many people you have helping you or in your corner. This is all about a mindset of, I need this in order to be 100%. I'm doing this because it's making me 100%. I'm not going to sacrifice this because it's going to make me less than 100%. It is a difficult concept for people to understand because people associate individualism with being selfish. And we're going to get more into that a little bit later. But I want to give you now the definition of altruism because altruism is a little bit different. Altruism reminds us of our interconnectedness as human beings. It recognizes the importance of empathy, compassion, and concern for the well-being of others. So whether it be small or large, altruistic acts can uplift individuals and strengthen communities, create positive ripple effects beyond the initial kindness that we are going to be implementing. So altruism is promoting helping other people, even if it goes against us. For example, I work a lot of hours. Just because I work a lot of hours, it doesn't mean that I'm excused for my daily duties as a husband, as a father. Yet, I can say that I'm going to put myself first. Because if I work a lot, I should be able to sleep a lot too. I should get my eight hours of sleep because I work so much. So I'm not going to pay attention to my wife. I'm not going to pay attention to my kids. I'm focused on my individual well-being. I need to be 100%. In a sense, that's not wrong because I'm also the provider for the family. We make sure we have a roof over our head. We have all the lifestyle necessities that we want to have and then we live in. And then also, you know, all the bills are paid. So everything is taken care of under one income. I can say individually, I need to be top shape to perform, to provide for my family. But then if I look at the altruistic side, I can say that I need to be there for my family because they need me as that figure. They need me as that rock or that role model, whatever you want to call it, where I'm creating a bond, not so much of being the bond that keeps the family together. So all of this is something that we have to pay attention to, and we need to break down the two, individualism or altruism. So after talking about those two definitions of individualism and altruism, we have a fine understanding of the two. Individuals are going to be looking at what's going to be best for them. Altruists are going to be looking at, well, what action can I do that's going to benefit everyone around me. Just looking at the mindset part of it, it makes sense to actually do the second, to be altruistic. Because if you are going to have everyone around you be good, right? Everyone around me, they're taken care of. They have the mindset now they need. Yes, I sacrifice myself, but everyone around me is flourishing. Think of it as a relationship with a teacher and a student. A teacher has 20 to 30 kids in a classroom, and that teacher is not worrying about, hopefully not worrying about, being an individual in that classroom. They should be very altruistic, putting the kids before themselves. Yes, I don't feel good, but that doesn't matter. I need to be there for those kids. 
I need to make sure that I'm giving them the best education possible. In a sense, teachers are like the candles. They are the flame and they are taking their life, which is the wax, and is burning away until nothingness. Yes, they were able to light the way for their children, but maybe they didn't worry about themselves because teachers, they don't make a lot of money. Yes, you might make sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000, maybe depending on where you are. I know here in Texas is even less. You might be starting off on forty-five, going up to 55000 That right there is going to be average. And we want to be above average. We want to have a mindset that's going to be abundant. And to have an abundant mindset on $45,000, $50,000 a year is going to be very difficult. We need at minimum $75,000 to live in abundance. Not saying that we can't have a low lifestyle. Not saying that we can't use our money effectively. Depending on where you live, $75,000 is going to be the bare minimum. If you're in California, $75,000 is struggling. You need at least 90000 But a good blanket number that you should be going for right now, regardless of where you are in the world, 75000 Yes, I understand in California, you might be making more than people in Wisconsin, Colorado, but it's not about making more than someone. It's about creating a foundation. 75000 is a great starting point to build a foundation. Once you have that, then you can start to build whatever you want. Now, getting into individualism and altruism is going to be, now we have been putting people before us and we have not been worrying about ourselves. Well, now we're burned out, we're run down, and we hope, we hope we were such good people. We put people before us. We were the model example of what a person should be. The issue is not so much what we do but what is reciprocated to us after what we have done. So that means if a person that we have helped is not able to help us, are we really benefiting from that? Intrinsically, yes. We're going to be fulfilled in a sense. The fact that we gave some service to someone who needed it. Yes, it might be detracting from us, but that person should be in a better place. And we shouldn't even hold that person to the regard that they owe us or that they should be able to help us because maybe they're just in a really tough spot right now and they don't have anything to give us. Maybe they can give us a smile, positive word, an affirmation. That right there can help us, very possible. But I always say, you can give meagerly or you can give abundantly. And right now, most people are living meagerly. They have barely enough to get by. Yet those people will give the little they have to help the people that need the most. I will say to you that the people who are living in this meager mentality, meager lifestyle, they have the best hearts. They are the kindest people in the world. They will give you the shirt off their back to make sure that you're clothed, even if it leaves them cold or without a shirt. It sounds crazy. I've seen it firsthand. And the person that it creates is a person that the world needs. Someone who's kind and loving, who doesn't mind sacrificing themselves for the greater cause. But what is the greater cause? And should you be a part of that greater cause to people who are not going to be a good investment? And I hate to say that people are investments, but people can do good. People can do bad. Stocks can go up. Stocks can go down. 
So in a sense, people have to be in that pool. They have to be in that area of growth or fixed. What I will say from experience is that you have to figure out which one you want and when you can finally be the other one. You have to be very clear on this. Sometimes I get clients and they're like, Michael, I give all this money to my church and all this stuff, yet their business is in the red and they're doing all this stuff. And I mean, I believe in the power of prayer, but at the same time, can we be using that money a little bit differently to make a change in our work environment, making some adjustments, right? We do a small pivot maybe. And then from there, we can start to give more abundantly to the church. My mindset is a very individualistic mindset where we're looking at how I can make you the best person so everyone who's around you is going to also prosper. And it's not so much that they need to pay you back. I don't care if anyone around me doesn't pay me back because I'm already living in abundance. I'm already at 100%. I don't need them to be at 100%. I don't need them to reciprocate my kindness because I'm already good. I'm already at the maximum. Yes, the people that I have in my life, I do my due diligence. Yes, they embellish it. Your relationship, it should embellish it. Your kids, they should embellish you. Meaning you should be more happy to be around, more happy to live. And if you remember a week ago or two, we talked about the purpose, the passion, the why. Most parents, they say their kid is their why. When really they should have their why Their kid can be a part of the why. Their kid embellishes the why. When you operate in the sense of being an individualistic type mindset, it's not so much my way or the highway, or I'm going to go in alone. It's how can I be 100% so I can give endlessly. So there's no bounds to what I can give or to what I can offer to the world. People give what little they have And then they try to scrounge up what's left or what they can get back very quickly or in a year, whatever it be. And they keep on living in that rat race, the rat race to abundance, the rat race to goodness, to fulfillment, to happiness. It's not so much only a nine to five. It's a mindset too, because yes, we can put other people before us. And it's a good thing, right? To make sure other people are taken care of. But if you do it at the sacrifice of yourself, you're going to find that you are going to be burned out. You're going to be stressed. You're going to have all of these different problems in your life that could have been avoided. I will say, again, being altruistic is not a bad thing. You can find people that are going to help support you the same way that you're going to support them. But today, today, our world is very individualized and it's not the fault of any individual It's just what's trending, it's what's popular, it's what people form into. So people are going to be thinking, well, what's best for me? This makes me happy. Why do you think the divorce rates are up? Because it's all about what I need to feel. I need to be happy. This is the problem. Do you stay in a relationship because you said some vows? That's very altruistic of you, right? For the sake of others, keeping camaraderie, right? Putting other people before ourselves. Or do we operate in the sense of individualism? I'm working on me. All right, this is not working right now. I'm not happy. It's a fine line. And I would love to hear what type of mindset you have when it comes to this. Because having an individualistic mind or an altruistic mind is all going to be according to your plan. And you should have a plan. If you don't have a plan, 
RevenantConcepts.com. Let's get you a plan because either or is going to be important. So taking a look at this blog one more time, individualism versus altruism, is there a balance? As this conversation has went today, I talked about the difference between individualism, talked about the difference between altruism. I talked a lot about the good things. I wasn't really talking about the bad things, right? Yes, the bad thing for altruism is you're going to be focused on working on other people that might not be able to reciprocate. And individualism is going to be almost a selfish act. And that selfish act is not so much selfish in the sense of we are only looking at us, but we're trying to make us the best person so we can help other people. I encourage people to check out this blog. Easy read, actually. Smooth read. And it's going to help you gain a better understanding of what you need to do in your life. We want you to understand that whether you choose an individualistic mindset or an altruistic mindset, that we are going to be the people that we're supposed to be. You're going to find that each one has pros, each one has cons. It's the same thing as going to college. There's pros to going to college and there's cons to going to college. Some people are going to say, well, the pros outweigh the cons. And some people are going to say the cons outweigh the pros. Who's right? Who's wrong? It's just going to be, again, another mindset. And this is all about conversation. This is all about understanding, well, what do you need to do? What would you like to accomplish? What would you like your end goal to be? For me, if you haven't figured it out, my mindset is very much in the lone warrior mindset. Yes, I understand that I can go further with a team. Yes, I have team members. Yes, I understand the value of people. But I will say, sometimes your expectations, again, we had a whole episode on expectations, are going to be challenging because some people are not going to want to rise up to your expectations. So you're going to have these goals and dreams, and sometimes people are not going to want to be a part of those goals and the dreams, whether it be because of a petty level way of thinking or just because an aspiration level way of thinking. So a petty level way of thinking is, I don't want you to succeed because then it's going to make me feel bad because I'm not succeeding on that level. But then the other side is going to be, no matter what, even if I'm not living the same way as you are, I want to see you shine. I want to see your dreams come true. One is the selfish way, the true selfish way. I would rather keep you stuck I would rather keep you down. I would rather have you sacrifice for my own individual needs of being adequate, feeling adequate, versus if I had an altruistic friend who saw what I was doing, who wanted to support me, that right there is going to be a person that's going to be great because it's almost like a push and a pull. I can have an individualistic mindset. My friend can have an altruistic mindset but they prosper from my individualistic mindset. If you have two people who are altruistic, it might be able to work. If you have two people who are individualistic, there's a good possibility that there can be a lot more issues because what I want might not be what they want. And if it's not accordance to what they want, then the relationship is going to dissipate. It's not going to work. So we do have to understand that in our corner, we are going to have people who are, you know, just going to be our go-getters or, you know, who are going to be our fighters, 
who are going to be our biggest cheerleaders, our supporters. And I have found that the best way to find those people is to get a coach, get a mentor. They're automatically put into that altruistic mindset. And if you are getting a coach, most likely you have that individualistic mindset. And this is the whole process to the blog. This is piecing everything together now because we talked about individualism. We talked about altruism. And then now we're talking about how do you find that person to make the best mix, best harmony. For example, the best way to raise a child is in a two-parent household with a mother and a father. I understand the whole trending movement and the LGBT stuff. I understand it. I'm not saying that you can't live that life. I'm not saying that you can't even raise a child to be a functioning member of society. Statistically, a male and a female household is going to produce a stronger child. Statistically, what I can say is that that household cannot be broken. Yet, in most male and female households, it's broken. 50% to 70% of households are going to be broken. So that means only 30% of these households are going to be worth a damn. These kids are going to be able to be good, be self sufficient, be critical thinkers, have a strong mindset. Yeah, if we look at the rates for people who have same-sex marriages or same-sex partnerships and they have kids or they're raising kids, that percentage might be in their favor, meaning maybe 70% of them are not going to be in broken households. So the difference is a number, but the potential is the gain. So the prior is going to be a better option. It's just that our world today, our society today, it doesn't know how to find the balance between a person trying to find their own happiness and then trying to find happiness and start a family and to live as a family and to live abundantly as a family. That's what we're going to be talking about. I believe next week, we're going to be talking about that, how we can get into these relationships to cultivate love and to be happy. But then something happens along the way and we are no longer that. So that's going to be coming up next week. As for today, I encourage everyone to read this blog to learn more about these two words or these two phrases or these two mindsets, whichever one you want to go with, and start to implement that into your life. Start to give yourself a head start on what type of person you want to be. Find a person who's going to be able to complement what you do. So if you are trying to change your life, and live in abundance. It's a very individualistic type mindset, but that's the best type of mindset for that type of growth. And then you find someone who wants to see you succeed, and you're going to find that the magic is just going to keep on coming. It's not going to stop. It's like a river. It's always flowing, as so should our life, as should our prosperity, as should for our goodness and our intentions. They should always be flowing. There should never be a drought. There should never be a moment where we question why we do the things we do, because we should already be clear on that. If you need some help, if you need some guidance, RevenConcepts.com, get yourself some coaching so you can get into the mindset that you need in order to shine. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me session at gmail.com, and I'll see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone take care.